Welcome to the Life Curation Podcast. I'm your host, Andrina Tisi. Together, we will explore thoughts, inspirations, and conversations that feed our soul, spark the mind, and nourish the body. Thank you so much for being here to learn and grow and for walking this journey called life with me. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode on the Life Curation Podcast. Today is another solo episode and I'm super excited to talk about the Raunechte or the 12 Holy Nights. And I have to maybe warn you a little bit. I don't know if it's a warning or not, but I have quite a few notes um, that I'm looking at while I'm recording this. So if in between, it seems like that I'm reading off something that's probably true because I don't want to miss anything. So I took lots of notes because there is lots of little things I want you to get out of this. I will talk a bit about the history of these special days as well as get into a bit of the background on the winter solstice, which is on December 21st. I will also give you tips and inspiration how you can celebrate the Raunechte as well as an opportunity to sign up for a free 12-day journey over the periods of the Raunechte. I will give you more information on that. So the time between December 21st and January 6th is a very special and auspicious time. The period actually marks a gap in the regular calendar cycle and is also called, like I said, the Raunechte or the 12 Holy Nights. So it is a very old and mystic tradition and known in many European countries and when I actually came back from North America to Switzerland, I really dove into this tradition because I didn't really recall it when I was in North America. And here in Europe, it's much more present, I feel. It originates from the time when it was decided to rather follow the sun than the moon. So a moon year has 345 days, but a sun year has 365 days, hence the gap. So it was decided to add those missing 12 nights to the moon year to level up. <laughs> In German, we have this term, zwischen den Jahren, which means between the years. And this really gives us a good understanding from where it comes from and also why this is such a special spiritual and magical phase. And it really comes with an increased ability for a deeper insight. So this gap between the years is a time of very powerful visions Shamans, healers, sages, and magicians of all times used this special period in the year to retire 
and retreat and to live with nature and to indulge and devote themselves to their spirit and to ask for guidance for their future work. So the rituals connected to the Raunechte begin at Christmas Day, so December 25th, and end on January 6th, Epiphany. In some countries, this special period is celebrated between the winter solstice, December 21st, and New Year's Day, January 1st. So it all depends a little bit where you are and what you're reading up and so on. But just know, it's just a special time of the year. It is a period during which time seems to stop. A time when the past, present and the future become one. It's also a really special time for rituals, conclusions and new beginnings. I mentioned that, you know, in my last solo episode about winter rituals. Normally, December is so full of traditions from opening a new door on your advent calendar each day and lighting candles. In other years, we attended dinners, social gatherings and visited the Christmas markets. I actually think in previous years, we might were too busy to take in all the magic And this year, we can find a more serene quality to this special time. Maybe. I mean, it's all very personal. We are in need to redefine traditions and maybe find new ones. I will definitely link episode 5 again in the show notes where I talk about those rituals for the winter month. I've, for example, been enjoying early morning walks through the city and taking in all the Christmas lights and decorations, and I really love it. Celebrating Raunechte can be a very grounding ritual to return to or discover newly, and after a crazy year, an opportunity to turn inwards. So December 21st, which is the winter solstice, marks a really good day to start preparing. We have our shortest day and longest night of the year in the Northern Hemisphere. So to give you a little bit of background, and I have some notes here. (laughs) The term solstice comes from the Latin word sol, meaning the sun, and sistere, meaning to stand still. During the solstice, the angle between the sun's rays and the equator appears to stand still. So what does that actually really mean? On December 21st, the sun appears at its lowest in the sky, and its noontime elevation seems to stay the same for several days before and after this day. The sun's gradual drop in the sky reverses upon the winter solstice, marking what many cultures believe to be a rebirth of the sun as the hours of the daylight become longer again. I love it. The rebirth of the sun. So good. Essentially, our hours of daylight have been growing slightly shorter each day since summer solstice, and we noticed that. (laughs) Summer solstice is in June. 
which then marks the longest day of the year or the day with the most sunlight. After December 21st, the days will begin to grow longer and will continue to do so until we reach summer solstice again and begin the whole new cycle. So while we celebrate the winter solstice, those living in the south, southern, I have a hard time pronouncing that, southern <laughs> hemisphere will be simultaneously enjoying the summer solstice. Because our half of the globe is inclined away from the sun and their half is inclined towards it. The winter solstice has played an important role in cultures worldwide from ancient times until today. In fact, many of the customs, symbols and ritual associated with Christmas are actually associated with winter solstice celebrations of ancient pagan cultures. To give you just two examples, there are many, but I'll give you two examples. Alban Arthon is Welsh and means light of winter. This is a festival which has been and sometimes still is celebrated by many people. In Druidic traditions, the winter solstice is thought of as a time of death and rebirth and when the powers of nature and our own souls are renewed. It also marks the moment when at dusk on December 21st, the old sun dies and when the sun of the new year is born at dawn on December 22nd. The birth of the new sun is believed to revive the earth's aura in mystical ways, giving a new life to spirits and souls of the dead. The prehistoric monument Newgrange, which was built in Ireland around 3200 BC, which makes it older than Stonehenge. And this Newgrange is associated with the Alban Arthon Festival. The site consists of a large circular mound with a stone passageway and interior chambers. When the sun rises, the chamber is flooded with sunlight on the winter solstice. I will link an image in the show notes. It's quite stunning. And since I learned about it, I will definitely have it on my bucket list and want to go there. Another example is the Feast of Chul, which was a festival observed in Scandinavia. When fires were lit to symbolize the heat, light and life-giving properties of the returning sun. A chul log was brought in and burned in honor of the Scandinavian god Thor. <laughs> it was Thor's job to bring the sun's warmth back to the people. So the log was never allowed to burn entirely and was kept as both a token of good luck against misfortune and used to kindle the following year's slog. In England, Germany, France and other European countries, the Yule log was burned until nothing but ash remained. 
The ashes were then collected and spread into the fields as fertilizer every night during the 12 nights. Here we are again. (laughs) Or they were worn around the neck as a charm. French peasants would place the cooled ashes from the log under their beds, believing they would protect the house against thunder and lightning. These are just two of the many old traditions and rituals associated with December 21st. Winter solstice is also an excellent day to do the 13 wishes ritual. So I will explain you how to do that. It's really good to just take your time for this. You can light a candle, maybe put some music on and just feel into what you wish for for 2021. What is important for you? And don't make it from the head. What would make the coming year amazing? Just really feel what you wish from, from the bottom of your heart for 2021. So you write these 13 wishes on little pieces of paper, fold all of them in the same way and place them in a small box or into a jar. Starting the night of December 24th to 25th, you randomly select one of the papers without looking. (laughs) You go outside and burn it in a small heat and fire safe bowl. With this, you're actually handing over this wish to the spirits and to the universe. I am personally pretty relaxed about doing it either the night before, so as an example on the 24th, or the morning of the 25th, or even in the evening of that day, so the 25th, for example. Find really what works for you. While the wish burns, Stay and observe how the paper transforms into smoke and listen to the thoughts and emotions that occur within you. Once burned, sprinkle the ashes over the ground and thank the elements for their support. So that's just a little ritual you could do over those 12 days because you will repeat it 12 times. On January 6th, you will have only one wish left in your box or in your jar. You take it and that one you can open and you read it. And this is the wish you will have to take care of it yourself. The 12 holy nights also parallel the rhythmic turning inward that we see in nature. It is the darkest time of the year and at the same time filled with light from candles. Each of the 12 nights also represents a month of the coming year. As an example, December 25th stands for January. The second day or December 26th represents February and so on. Every day, therefore, also represents a month in the coming year and has also a theme. March, for example, stands for growth. 
And we see this in nature, right? March is the beginning of spring and nature starts to awaken. We see the sprouting of little buds and leaves everywhere. It is also a very beautiful and creative process. At the same time, the number three is also a reminder of our creative potential and the alignment with spiritual forces that can help us achieve our goals and visions. So before the Raunechte, there are a few things that are really good to do. Number one, try to have anything unresolved settle. Any disagreements, any unpaid invoices, anything you have borrowed, return it to who it belongs to, or anything else that requires closure. Number two, it's really nice to have your home feel clean and tidied up. Number three, make sure your home is aired out and smudged. And this can actually be repeated every day during the Raunechte. And if you sign up for the journey, I will have more details on that for you. If you're not home during this time, it's totally fine. Before you leave, just clean things up, air and smudge the rooms. And when you come back home, you just do the same again. So I would really love to do this together with you. If you're interested to go on this magical journey together, I have prepared daily rituals, tips and inspirations for you. And I will include the link in the show notes for you to sign up. It's all for free. You don't have to, just if you want to. <laughs> this is your time. Do what feels right. Do what you would like to take time for, as much or as little that is right for you. This is not a time to pressure yourself. It actually never is. <laughs> One day you may do more than another. One day you may miss all together. Just be with it and trust that you will take from it what you need. Whether you sign up and come on the journey with me or not, I hope this already gave you some ideas and inspiration. And if so, send it on to your community for them to find rituals and inspiration during this time between the years so that we all can tap into the insights and wisdom that lays within us supported by this spiritual and magical time. Thank you. I really, really appreciate you being here and tuning in to the Life Creation Podcast. May this be a magical time for you and your loved ones.